Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Yep. And I got Dom here. Yep. This is a very special episode. Very important episode. Oh, yeah. Mike, why is that? Oh, I, I have no idea, but I'm taking your word for it. All right. Well, it might be because it's our first guest episode. This is the first one? The really? first one, yeah. What are you talking about? We had Todd on the podcast like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that's. Te- I guess that's technically a guest show, too, even though he is part of the team. He's just never on the show. Um, but no, we have... Some of the OG devs from Yacht Club Games. And if you're not familiar with them, you should be familiar with Shovel Knight. <laughs> oh, should be familiar with Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. Uh, yeah, we had a chance to sit down with Sean and Nick. From, metaphorically speaking. Yeah, metaphorically, over the interwebs. Uh, and talk to them about Shovel Knight and everything else. Ooh, we talked about, talked about a lot. Oh yeah, Brendan. Brendan got his heart broken. My heart did get Again. broken for a little for for a little bit of time. The only pleasure I get in life anymore is watching Brendan like lose a piece of himself when people don't agree with him. It's not <laughs> like when Jen said she likes Burger King fries. <laughs> yeah. No, I, people are entitled to their own opinions. Yep. I was just very saddened to hear one that did not align with mine. Yeah. And but if it's you okay. want to find out about, if you want to find out more, please listen to the next. Hour and 45 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah, hour and 45 minutes. We're still waiting for the file to compress. But anyways, you can uh, pick up Shovel Knight yeah. on virtually any platform. Yeah. And if you're not a Switch owner, on almost everything now, you can get their latest update, which is Spectre of Torment. Um, if you already own Shovel Knight, congratulations. It's a free update to your game. If you don't own Shovel Knight, what's wrong with you? But you can get the entire collection, which comes with all of the up, all of the updated separate campaigns um, in the Shovel Knight Treasure Trove for $24.99. Or if you just like to get a dabble into the new uh, Spectre of Torment, you can cop that for $9.99. And as always, you can find us on the interwebs at ptcgaming.com on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller and on Twitter at pass controller and make sure to follow uh, Yacht Club Games one word on Twitter to stay up to date with what's going on with those guys uh, and enjoy this week's episode it was a blast Play, we'll get there. We're, we're figuring this out as we go along. Yeah, for the first time. So, yeah, you guys are actually our first guests on the show. We typically don't have many guests. We we tend to just keep it in house. Okay. Um, but we love shovel night, so this was you know an opportunity that we weren't going to let slip by. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad we could uh, we could be your first. The we always one? remember the first. Oh, right there. Uh, this yeah. guy, he's a lot of the first, apparently. I guess. Yeah. So, I I did as much research as I could on Sean. But I guess I don't know too much about about the Waz here. Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> uh, 
uh, my name is Nick Wozniak. Um, people call me Woz because of the name Wozniak. Are we on the show right now? I don't know. Are, are we live? Are we we're not live. Are yeah. We? So yeah. So we're very casual. It's not okay. going to be like a super question intensive. It's going to be more just kind of like hanging out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll, I'll I can talk more about myself. Um, I I love doing that. <clears throat> so I do animation <laughs> and art and um, every like. Everybody has their hands and everything here, but um, I help with that stuff usually. That's like my role. Um, okay. And then, as you did your research, you know that Sean is designer and stuff. <laughs> yeah, very important role. <laughs> that was exactly what Wikipedia said. Just said stuff. Yeah. yeah well, you know. there's like there's lots more to do at a game company at well at any small company than just like your main role. Like my of main course, role yeah. is is animation and art, but like I also we also like all get together and talk about design and we talk about like you know merchandise and health insurance and all like extra <laughs> all that fun stuff huh organizing the office yeah so this stuff is like pretty encompassing yeah yeah so that's that's pretty crazy and Sean is very quiet yeah I'm I'm a pretty quiet guy <laughs> that's right I, I, I think it's safe to say the three of us are also introverts so uh, yeah. uh-huh. we'll get there <laughs> All right, well, we'll open it up. Uh, 3DS, Wii U, and uh, PlayStation Network today. Uh, release for Shovel Knight. Spectre of Torment? It is. Yeah, I think so. We're, we keep on... Try, it's like we keep on trying to put it out, and <laughs> it keeps coming back. So, like, it's coming oh, out, okay. like, day after day. Uh, yeah. yeah, a bunch of them came out today, and they should almost—they are almost all done. So those are all coming Perfect. out. They'll be all done. Yeah, it's yeah the only one. Or the, the, well, there's patches oh, and stuff to fix some issues that was come up, but we're missing Amazon Fire TV. Amazon Fire done. TV, yeah. <laughs> Xbox, we still is still in submission. Yeah, so yeah definitely a, waiting bet on that Xbox One here. Yeah. At least. Okay. Cool. We need to get some achievos. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, we have a Switch version right now, though, and a 3DS version, and we've been playing a little bit of it, and it's I'm instantly just encapsulated in the whole shoveling universe again. The everything about the art style, you know, the music, the gameplay itself—it's just it's so reminiscent of like classic NES, uh, you know, but it's also so modern at the same time. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad that you. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's like. Uh... Yeah, I guess like that's that, that's hitting all the notes that we were aiming for. It's like it, it was it was you know the goal of the, of making Shovel Knight was to make a game that like felt like an NES game. Yeah, grew up playing a lot of Mega Man, so this is yeah. like a huge like being able to play like new iterations of Mega Man almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. That'd be cool. Have you guys played the other like? There's what are the other modded Mega Man or like the the like fan Mega Man uh, games? Like Roku Chan. Roku Chan. And yeah, play, I like, tried, like, I tried a couple one. of them. Not. I mean, <laughs> the, the the efforts there. Yeah. Is, is Mighty Number no. Nine considered a, a fan made Mega Man game? Because it feels like one. I mean, yeah. I backed like it on Kickstarter and I, I still don't have my art book. Yeah, oh, yeah. neither do Shovel Knight backers, but <laughs> we're working on it. That art book should be. But at least your game is good. So, I mean, there's that. Our games are good. There's so many, yeah. we have so many now between Plague of yeah. Shadows and Spectre Torment yeah. and Shovel Knight regular version edition. 
Yeah. And the amiibos and Kratos the and battle toads. Yeah. The and you have a, a fourth expansion coming at the end of the year, right? King King's Knight. Well, yeah, it's coming yeah. sometime. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah. we're developing it right now, and um, we were just in a big talk about it today. So it was like just figuring out the structure of that what that's going to look like and making sure that it's feasibly capable of being done uh, yeah. this year. It's all getting, it's all in the pipe, you know? It's like every time yeah. we finish one of these games, we have, like, no idea what's going to happen next. So we got to, like, figure it all out and then, go, like, go heads down again and work on kind it Kind of plan more. for the future as you go? Huh? I said plan for the future as you go, kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we all, we try to have a plan of, like, what's up ahead and a plan of, like, what we're going to be doing for the next month and, for, you know, for the week and for the day. Yeah, it's usually it's usually just focused. Like, we have our general plan, but, like, it's it's hard for us to plan beyond two weeks' time. <laughs> like, just in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just in general. Like, like the game, like, you know, somebody will ask us, like, what's, what's it going to be like in, in, you know, towards the end of the game, whatever, and it's like, well, I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Like, we're just, like, yeah. like, <laughs> what does he do when he jumps? Like, what's what's the A button do? What's the story yeah. going to be? I don't know. Like, <laughs> but it's going to be, like, sad or whatever. Like, that, I guess that's what will, like, that's how it'll be. It's like, we really want it, we want the Spectre Knight campaign to be, like, melancholy and tragic. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's like, well, the, well, what are what are the story beats going to be? And then we're like, well, we don't know. But like, here's like melancholy point one will be here, and like melancholy point two will be here, and then we'll like go in and flesh that out later. So yeah, it's it's, it really is really just like yeah, it's just like a skeleton when it yeah. starts. <laughs> yeah. So we're making that skeleton we, right now for King Knight, and it's uh, nice, it's pretty pretty skeletal. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. When you guys were. Like, obviously, probably not, but when you were, you know, getting finished with the original Shovel Knight, yeah. was it always a plan, like, oh, you know, we're going to make updates to the game and release basically, you know, a sequel to the game, but it's an expansion? Yeah, that was, was that all always on part our of the Kickstarter. Plan, yeah, it was part of the Kickstarter. All of the, all of the updates were? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we promised a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, at least you're following through on the promises. Yeah. Most yeah. don't. They take, yeah, they've taken a lot longer than we uh, than we anticipated. You're working on it, at least. That's, yeah, that's the that's the big part there. And they're all cool. That's what's important. And yeah, Shovel Knight yeah, exactly. conti- they continues to sell well enough that we can that we don't go out of business keeping doing it. So that's that's really awesome too. I have <laughs> I now have the the first Shovel Knight. Three times, I believe. So, oh, wow. I mean, there's there's people out there that are buying it more than well, once too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. First of all, it's so weird. You know, I feel Shovel Knight has sold like like almost like like more than one and a half million copies now. Like it sold like one point six or one point seven million. Wow. But so, but so many people say I bought three or four copies of the game. I feel yeah, yeah. like it's more like maybe like only four hundred thousand people own it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they're the only ones that have heard of it. I think I think with that all the time. Like how many people have multiple bought it? Because we hear about the, we hear that all the time. Right. And I mean, like the, you know, it's it's just like a, it's a cheap game that you can just get on multiple platforms. Yeah, and people evangelize it for yeah. sure. Exactly, and I mean, there's and the different like options for each iteration, like. To having the amiibo for the Nintendo ones and yeah. having the battle toads and the Xbox really, version really encourages you to double dip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's almost it, like it, it, kind of, it, yeah, it encourages me to spend my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it kind of harkens back, too, to, like, again, trying to capture that NES magic where it's like, I've bought most of the games that Nintendo's re-released over the years, you know, on every available platform. Well, get, yeah. get ready to buy Shovel Knight on every yeah. future platform. We really wanted to so recreate like, that nostalgia for people of, like, buying the same game a hundred times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that was, like, a part you that got people that really liked. Yeah. So we, we but no, it's, it's just... A core part it, of the experience. Yeah. Well, I guess the point I was trying to make was that it, it feels like such a classic replayable game that I don't f- ever feel like I'm wasting my money when I buy it. Good. On three different consoles. That, yeah. Awesome. I mean, it's it is it's gameplay first, so it's like really easy to just pick up and play, right? I feel yeah. like I do yeah. that all the time too. Like I'll I'll rebuy games that that I love just because it's like I want to be able to just like play the game on, on a new system or whatever that I have at the time. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I just like, bought but, I just like, bought the Mega Man collection for the third the second time, yeah. right? Because yeah. it came out on Xbox, or because so. Capcom won't make Mega Man. Or... Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm looking for another. Yeah. The, that's another interesting thing. Like, for whatever reason, you know, Mega Man or Capcom doesn't want to make another Mega Man game for whatever reason. But they clearly can see the success that you guys are having, and I feel like they, there must be somebody who's bitter over there. I doubt. I doubt Capcom's looking at us and being like, "Oh, if only we had all the, the Shovel Knight dollars." <laughs> I we'll have, we'll have them. them on the show later on. We'll we'll uh, hint them. Yeah, yeah. Hit them down. Be like, how jealous? Be like, how jealous are you? Yeah, of Yacht Club. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, we had just had one of our coworkers walk in and be like very confused, and then walk back out. <laughs> That was like a, you know... That happens regularly on the podcast anyway, so... Yeah, Yeah. good, good. We'll call him back. That was like an inside joke. Yeah. Yeah, see? Perfect. (laughs) Speaking of inside jokes, so we've been having a debate over the past few podcasts. Jesus Uh, Christ. McDonald's fries or Burger King fries? (laughs) Uh, Those are both gross. Yeah, they, they are, they are gross. <laughs> There's so, no debate there. Is it? It's which they're, one's they're, less gross or which one's well, like they, yes? More they're in California, yes, there though. They have way more options than we. It do. It doesn't matter. That was the. That's the crux of the debate. I mean, if you Burger King versus like McDonald's, don't they change them all the time? Yes, they they have been changing them a lot. I, Not the, McDonald's. Those things are golden and delicious I, from day one. McDonald's, I feel like, is very consistent. Burger King fries. I remember there was an ad campaign featuring that was Mr. Like Potato Head in like 1998. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like the last time they changed it. That doesn't Dude, even change yeah. it that on was, the regular. I can't. I can't even remember. We went to Burger King, but I don't think we got. We didn't get the fries. No, we got we the Cheetos nasty. chicken fries. Oh yeah, and we, and we got some of the. What, the it was another. It wasn't there a triangle. It was like a triangle of something. Like mac and cheese. Yeah, they did. Oh, like mac and cheese. Like yeah, what was that? Thing. Yeah, that was mac, mac and cheese. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah, mac and cheese. Yeah, oh, and like they don't. I don't know. I was expecting that to be more cheesy. Actually, those were gross. Yeah. We drove all the way out to Burger King to get those. Like I didn't eat yeah. Burger King in like <laughs> yeah. fucking I'm forever. Just, just they should have had a Cheetos there. sauce, right? <laughs> For like, everyone, yeah. that seems so. Well, what, that. what they need is what they need is like a shaker of that Cheetos cheese that yeah. they. It's like after they take it out of the fryer, <laughs> they hit it with that. And then yeah, they give them yeah, to you. Yeah. The ones that were there, they just like they were obviously like Tyson, like frozen things that they just like <laughs> that they just kind of shoved in like a bag of Cheetos or something. Yeah, it was a Burger King in the mall. It was. It, I was very okay. disappointed. Yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't super great. Yeah, I, <laughs> but anyway. I love how everyone was so anti fast food a second ago, and now it's like, yeah, we drove ten miles to get well, these I mean, Cheetos. We had to try it. I mean, of course, yeah. No, I, I, I still haven't tried the the chicken 
the taco shell that is chicken and Taco Bell. They, yeah, they already discontinued them. it. They discontinued it. Was a, it. Oh. it was a hot seller. The it was only, a hot seller, but they so said uh, no more. If they I will say it was a good concept. If they have like a gimmick fast food, will I go to get it sometimes? Yeah. Like Mac yeah. And, like I went to Taco Bell. The last time I went to Taco Bell was to get Doritos Tacos Locos, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. Those, yeah. And Well, I mean the, the the three of us drove to White Castle in New Jersey in high school because we are idiots. Yeah. From, from uh-huh. Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just went to White Castle for the first time when I went to Chicago. Oh, I've never been. Is it good? It's not really good. No, it's not, no. It's not worth a six-hour drive. Worth a six-hour drive. Six-hour no. drive. You guys drove yeah. six hours. It's like not even worth it yeah. at all. I probably we do really dumb things. In our defense, Harold and Kumar had just come out, and we were just like, "Oh yeah, this right. is great." Oh well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A bunch of stoners did it, then we should do it. And we're not stoners. We're, we're just stoners. dumb. We're just not. You're not stoners, and you drove six hours to White Castle. <laughs> yeah. Based on a stoner movie. Well, we also went to James Al Bob's. Stored. We did okay. go to the secret stash, yep. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Still Again, we're idiots. I don't know if that's been apparent, but <laughs> Yeah, what other yeah, what other what other things did you guys do? You like it's like you waved your hands in front of some black lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like listen to Still not listen stoners. to Bob Marley. The whole yep. day, uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. No, when we say it all loud like that, then maybe uh, maybe we'll be our stoners. <laughs> Yeah. High off that mountain, dude. <clears throat> you can admit it. <laughs> so, we brought up Amiibo briefly, or I guess I kind of wanted to ask, was it always important to you guys to be on a Nintendo console? Because for most developers, I don't think it's that important. Yeah, I think so. It was, it, I mean, you know, it's an NES-style game, so being on a Nintendo platform is, like, where it, would, I think, felt the most at home. Um, yeah. And we also, but more importantly, we want to be on everything. You know, we want to have Shovel Knight on, on all the consoles, future and, and, and past. So, well, not past, but future and, and so that you can <laughs> continue Are you guys to going buying. to make an NES version of Yeah, Shovel no. That would be impossible. Anywhere that we could sell, like, 50,000 copies or more and that has a controller, <laughs> then, I would say, yeah. then I would say yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, we love Nintendo, right? Like, we grew up playing Nintendo like we, yeah. we've been making Nintendo games for most of our careers right yep. or at least on Nintendo so yeah we're, like, we're definitely to. Nintendo fans here yeah yeah, that's great yeah I'm a, I'm a big Nintendo fan but I, mean, I play other things too but yeah you, you guys were like the perfect medley of a third party <laughs> and Nintendo yeah. Well, well, thanks. Having, having yeah, the Battletoads and the Kratos helps out with that for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, yeah Battletoads was so cool. Was yeah, like it's so, pretty sweet. Yeah, so rad to be able to like put that like put that stuff from Battletoads like directly into Shovel Knight and like do the cameos and everything. They're just like yeah. there hadn't been so much Battletoads stuff in so long. It was really awesome to like get in there and and to do something kind of fun. Yeah, that was before the, even the rare replay. So like people hadn't even seen yeah. Battletoads in a long time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty crazy. I mean, in Shovel Knight, I feel like has popped up in a decent amount of things. You know, he just came. He was in Ukulele. Yep. Yep. Um, and he was in Runbo. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure he's made some other cameos that I'm not. Oh yeah, there's, yeah, there's a, a bunch. I'm not even sure if I can recount all of them. There's just like we, how it usually works is the people that are making those games, they'll contact us and they're like, "Hey, we love Shovel Knight and, and we want to have him as a cameo." And and if it's something that like, you know, sort of like jives with what we feel, we'll, yeah. we'll agree to it. 
if it makes sense, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, the, he's always, like, a free download. And yeah, so he's just in the background or yeah. something. We'd like seeing Shovel Knight in a bunch of stuff, right? Like Pop my dream. Wherever he can. Yep. Yeah, yeah, my dream is just, like, to go into the store and there's just, like, Shovel Knight branded merchandise everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah. So the Amiibo is, like, a big part of that and, like, making... Just like trying to make it like a like like those '90s brands, right? Where there yeah. was just like everything, where you could get bed sheets and and books and food and all the good stuff. If yep. you guys make shovel knight bed sheets, I will buy them. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. All I right, will make my girlfriend sleep on them. She has no say. I think our our fire alarm is going off. <laughs> do you hear that? This is this, we do hear that. Uh, sorry, here, give us one well, second. I guess Exclusive. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. Yacht Club Studios is burning down. Yacht Club, Yacht Club on fire. Are you running the headline right now? Right down there. Not a drill. This is not a drill. All right. Oh, you guys. I'm sorry, but we gotta go. I don't know what's happening. But <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, it was really nice to talk about fast food for a little bit. I'm sorry, sorry we, we gotta go. Uh, yeah, it may be yeah, run. Uh, yeah, we we may be back shortly. So, so really sorry right. about this. Yeah, yeah we'll sit yeah. tight. Okay. Are you guys alive? Yes. Hey, we're, we're back. False alarm. No, gotcha. No smoke inhalation or burns that we know. That we know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. For a second, I was like, they really don't want to be in this interview. Someone pull an alarm. <laughs> no, it's yeah. like we're on. I don't know. Every now and then, we'll get a, a fire alarm. It's a it's a twelve story building, so it's full of a bunch of people that can trip one. Unfortunately, we're on the top floor, so it's like. Ugh. We had, to, we had to walk all the way down <laughs> the building for them to tell us that it was not a, it was a false alarm. But the yeah. view, though, the view's great. Yeah, I mean, the view's good. You can see the water <laughs> and stuff, but yeah, the view's pretty amazing. The fire alarm is a detriment. There's something about this building. They just, like, they've had a million fire alarms. <laughs> I don't get it. I've never, how many times did we have a fire alarm way forward? Like Never. Because they, cause they because don't care. <laughs> then it, we would just all burn to death. They'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny how growing up you'd like pray for a fire alarm to go off in school so you don't have to do anything oh, but yeah. in any other part of your life a fire alarm is literally the worst thing possible dude that's not true I would like <laughs> if there was if there was a fire alarm right now and the, but they were like sorry building's closed I'd be like yeah <laughs> go, dude it's called going home early that sounds good it's true alright fair yeah. enough right. I recant my statement no, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much anywhere. It's like, oh, you're at a restaurant? Oh, fire alarm. Boom, whatever you already ate, you yeah, can eat like it for free. Yeah, eat it for free. <laughs> Just take the ribs out. Yeah. Free 99. No better price. <laughs> can I get a box real quick before we uh, all get out of here? Yeah, can I get this to go? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the kitchen's on fire. Yeah, but like the boxes aren't, right? resistant to hold food. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we were on the road to talking about Amiibos a little bit um, and with that in regards to that in particular I remember when the Amiibo leaked when it wasn't officially announced <laughs> yet but there was like a prototype floating around yeah, where, where, yeah I'm sure you guys do but there were like huge smash guys so it just happened to be like a big thing for us we're like oh my god are we getting Shovel Knight and Smash yeah. um, 
was that ever a possibility? Was that even a, like a conversation about something like that ever happening? Yeah, I mean, they, they wanted us to be in it, but we just thought Shovel Knight wasn't a very good fit for that game, so I don't know. <laughs> no, that's <Well>, not true. <laughs> <laughs> I love the awkward silence every time yeah, he says that. Right. I wasn't sure which way to go. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. No, Breaking the, news? The, these are guys are the worst. Like way separate from anything that was yeah. with Smash. I'm sure all the characters for Smash were done like five years ago. There's no, like, <laughs> yeah. like, there's, like they weren't working on it. I'm sure, like that, we were like way too late. Yeah, the yeah. pool was like a, 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 if like an ass pool. If we were, yeah, if we were going to be in, if we were going to be in the Smash, it would probably be the next one, not the one. Not so, the one so you're saying so that we're... Shovel Knight's in the next Smash? <laughs> All right, got it. Yeah, Shovel Knight is in Smash HD, which is going to be coming out. Uh, I think <laughs> December December twenty first, two thousand seventeen this year. Yeah. Wow, perfect. Yeah, so exclusive. Get excited yeah. for that. Yeah, they're they're replacing you know all the old characters with Shovel Knight. So like just Shovel Knight. It's just forty two Shovel Knights. The, uh, what's that game called? Fire Emblem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually just going to be Fire Emblem versus Shovel Knight. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect Smash game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Were there other? I mean, would that be something you guys would want to be in? Would you want Shovel Knight to be in Smash, or is that Absolutely. not where you? I, yeah, I we we all love Smash and we played it. Um, we, this recent one had Mega Man, so that's that was like a, a jumping in point for Sean. Um, yeah, and uh, we we all like played it a lot. And um, if Shovel Knight was in Smash, I would I would be really really happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are there other games that you'd want Shovel Knight to maybe pop in? Like I don't know, like a Mario Kart or maybe something not Nintendo. Mario Kart, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale 2, <laughs> Konami Wacky Kart, Bomberman. Bomberman is a natural fit for Shovel Knight. Maybe I think Sonic be... the Hedgehog. <laughs> Only the 3D ones. All All Star Racing. <laughs> Only the 3D ones. <laughs> Only the 3D Sonics. Um, Those are the best ones. A game that is like a, a game developed by somebody that does like action games would be fun to have a Shovel yeah, Knight. Yeah, Platinum. Character. Platinum should make a Shovel Knight action game yeah. where, or like you're like Spectre Knight and you're doing like cool scythe combos yeah, yeah. or like cool. a Dynasty Warriors game where you're just switching between each of the yeah. Shovel Knight characters yeah, but you unlock like all the characters you fight like a hundred propeller knights at once <laughs> <laughs> how cool would that be that's really how it works yeah. I mean if you guys want all of my money I, that's not true <laughs> spinning I played right Zelda now. Warriors and I played Dragon Warriors Warriors <laughs> Those are all you guys excited? Warriors, you, there's a Fire Emblem one coming out. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's, that that should be not cool. Cup of tea, I think. But I'd be cool to have like an action focus, like I don't know, like a Devil May Cry, but with Spectre Knight. That'd be fun. Every time they come out with a Dragon Quest, I want to like it. A Dragon Quest? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I like. I love the art. I like the music. But like, well, the art, like anything that it's in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the art TV is uh, Akira Toriyama, which is Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, yeah. Yeah, Dragon yeah. Ball. Yeah. Yep, that's true. So the yeah. art there is fantastic. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big Dragon Warrior art 
Dragon Warriors art bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I beat the first one. I beat Dragon Warrior one. I beat, but everyone was in the Game Boy Color. I played eight until I got the big cat, and I was like, "Dude, are you kidding me? This game needs to be over." <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I don't know. Wait, Big the Cat? Are we talking about Sonic Adventure again? No, I'm talking about a big cat, not big a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. So obviously you guys are you know big hardcore classic gaming junkies. Are you, what do you guys play now? Is there other you Switch guys? Are you PC guys? Xbox playing, guys? I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Yeah, oh, oh, no. oh no! That's that's another staple of the podcast. Yeah. as we get into arguments about Overwatch. What do you guys play Overwatch on? Uh, PC, PC. Yeah. Oh, they're they're better than us. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, I've got it on PC. Don't you guys, you guys play it on console? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I hope you don't play it with a controller. And you play it with like Kinect no. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If you're playing it on console, you may as well. No, they have they have the Wii remote in, in the Mario. Kart oh yeah, that's like yeah, that's in the Mario Kart. It's the only way to play as Lucio. I don't know what you yeah. guys are talking about. No, we like we love playing Overwatch. Yeah. Too late into the night, and yep. then yep. work in the morning. We're that is what we will probably be doing after this. Who do you nice. guys main? What's that? Who do you guys main in Overwatch? Uh, I do right now. I've been switching between Widowmaker and Zenyatta. Okay. I, I like Zarya and Junkrat. Yeah, I do both of those a lot too. And I and I end up having to fi- like I end up filling as Lucio like. At, yeah. Like half the time I play, more often like, than you'd care for. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like. I mean, yeah. I, I don't like being Lucio. Well, now that he has the. Uh, they changed him a lot. Yeah, well, now that his his radius is is smaller and more yeah. stronger, which is better. But and and his uh, his shooty thing, it actually the angle yeah. actually like counts it, so you can like really yeah. knock people off in a better yeah. way. I yeah. was I was definitely unprepared for that the first time I got thrown across the map. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I hate Lucio, but yeah. I do like that they added that you can see his radius, so you know Definitely. if you're actually in range. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, um, I, I I play. I had a lot of Lucio time just because, like, you know, that when when they first did the control point maps, it was like you need a healer, yeah. and he's like the best, and, and nobody wants to be healer. So I have like for some reason suddenly like Lucio was my most played character in like thirteen or yeah. twenty five hours or whatever. I think as Lucio <laughs> and as Zarya, you can like carry a team yeah, a little bit definitely. also, right? Like you yeah. can help people out. I'm just like so tired of playing as Zarya. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, Zarya is like kind of new to me, so <laughs> that's I, that's I one character like so I cannot play as right now. Oh man, it's so good. I love, I love just like, you know, whatever Reinhardt's doing his rush, or like some, or or yeah. or the Junkrat's rip tires coming around the corner, and you just like shield whoever, and you shield yourself, and you're fine. And it's just like, yeah, oh, yeah, so good. It's like the best. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Reinhardt main. And, oh yeah, uh, Dom, I, I like yeah. to not play as Reinhardt. I suck at Reinhardt. Wow. I'm I'm like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty good with Reinhardt. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> to my own horn here. Nice. Like I've debated getting a PC rig just to play Overwatch. Oh yeah, that's uh, way it's it's hard. Like okay, you know, on on PC you have tracers that can like zip around you and it's impossible to shoot them. But also, you know, as a as a sniper, it's like really hard to like hit people's heads. People, but it's like more possible. Yeah, people that yeah. are like really really good at aiming, like much better than much better than we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah, iconic. I was I was playing the other night though, and I got like I was I was a sniper, and then some other guy was a sniper, and I got aerial shots on him, and That's cool. and like to the point where he was like 
you know, you're cursing, cursing my name and right. yeah, I love to get <laughs> accused of hacking. Yeah. That's the best. You guys are hacking. <laughs> yeah. Do so the at least the Xbox community is pretty toxic when anyone picks like Widowmaker in particular or Hanzo or Genji. <laughs> or or is Symmetra. That... Yeah. Symmetra on attack, really? <laughs> and then Symmetra is always like, look, I know how to play. Yeah. <laughs> well, Do you guys see. face that with Widowmaker? Uh, well... No, I mean I, I used to, and then um, you're in quick play mostly, right? Yeah, like I don't I don't do competitive too I feel much. Like people but. don't complain as much in quick play. No, okay. I mean, they do. Yeah. You just ignore them. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> okay, you're muted. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, totally. But in competitive, it can be like really like people like to find the scapegoat, and so they'll blame the sniper like really fast. Yeah. Before the match starts. Yeah. yeah. In, in the spawn still. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For me, people. Anything else you guys are playing besides Overwatch? That's that's literally been dominating my time. I, that and Zelda. Um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Zelda, but um, trying to just like finish it. All right, I gave up on Zelda. I got Flint Hook the other day. That's okay. Well, you um, gave up on Zelda? <laughs> yeah. I'm shocked by this. Well, yeah, I did. I did like two of the or three of the things, the yeah. guardians or whatever. Um, I, I think I, like, I think I want to finish it. I, yeah. We're not like super huge fans of it. <clears throat> yeah, it's okay. Sorry, it's, I've been playing. Oh, I've been. It's like I look at Zelda and then I look at like Overwatch. You know what I've been playing is the ukulele, not the game, but like the actual ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like. And so every Better. time it's like I look over at the Switch and then I look at the ukulele and then like <laughs> I've just been playing the ukulele instead. It's way better than the Switch. It's like awesome. <laughs> I went to the I went to the beach on Saturday and I sat underneath a palm tree and played the ukulele while I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt and a there you go. hat. It was, it was a pretty idyllic scene. <laughs> Californians than I've ever been. I think, yeah, that was the most Californian or like Hawaiian kind of thing. Yeah, that I've done. yeah it was like really nice. It was so nice. It was such a nice day. It's, the weather's <laughs> been heating up. The weather's been so nice lately. Yeah, I wish that was like that here. Are you guys native Californians or? Yeah. Yep. We are three uh, Bostonians. Loving the oh, cold weather. Man. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> we could have been worse off. <laughs> Did any of you guys have a chance to... Because I know we met Shannon at PAX East. Did you guys have a chance to come down? Yeah, we've been to PAX East in the past. Um, we didn't go this year. No, yeah. It's hard to... Like, when you take a whole team to PAX East, um, that means that that part of the team is not making the game or working on, you know, releasing the game or whatever. And so... And PAX East is so tiring. It's like you lose two weeks of whoever goes. And so it really doesn't make sense to send the whole team anymore. We used to, yeah. we used to all go... Um, and that was like just it's just like really 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 exhausting for everyone involved. You got like you got to prep, you got to build it, you got to be on, you know. Be on, being on all day for four yeah. days in a row at Impact Splash. And it's all and that's just time you're adding to any delay that you're already like going through. Yeah, we already take yeah. forever to make everything. So like we, uh, yeah, like we stayed back to get Specter Knight like wrapped up. Okay. I think I wanted to go to PAX West though, just because I have a friend up in Northern California, and, and he'll, he'll come and help us do the booth. But like, it'll probably just be like me, and you know, an intern or something, you know, a couple of interns, and and my, my buddy who lives up in or, up in Oregon. Right. So it's not like the full crew is going to be going anymore. It's it's hard for us to justify it, you know. We got yeah, yeah, of course. 
We got a lot of interns now, so that's like a perfect thing for interns to do is like go on an adventure mm-hmm. where you learn a <laughs> lot. Learn so much. Learn a lot and do our dirty work for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> you learn a lot, like how, like how the wor- like how the worker is exploited by yeah. <laughs> how to stand on your feet for twelve hours at a time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Learn the importance of deodorant. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh yeah, that's, that's hard not that to is, learn. That is important. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool to go to another one though. Yeah, go to like Gamescom, go to PAX. It's fun to go to those shows and like see people playing your game and getting like you know getting real feedback of what people are thinking about it yeah i'd I'd have to imagine for for your guys perspective that's probably the most beneficial thing too besides obviously getting more people to see the game but getting that live feedback is yeah yeah there's really no avenue to get that yeah you get you get people that like wouldn't normally you know it's it's hard for us to get kids in the office to play the game but you know, at PAX, you'll have a dozen kids. You know, every day play the game, and you get to really see like their reaction to it. And then you just have like a really nice cross section, otherwise, um, of people playing it. And and you have the the typical, you know, crew. But like every now and then, you get somebody that, like that has a totally different perspective, and like they'll they'll say something that you know, it's like why is why is this happening? And it's like, oh, we didn't even think about that, you know. And yeah. you know, ha- having extra perspectives is, is a good way for us to like keep ourselves in check and make sure that we're not making a game that like we only find fun or that yeah. you know, there's no barriers to other people having fun with it. Yeah, it's almost like an old school beta test. Right. Yeah. Totally. Like having people actually like do it in front of you. Yeah. People that wouldn't normally play the game are playing your game. You know. Yeah. yeah well, normally too. I- I'm assuming that a majority of anything you guys read on the internet is, you know just garbage or people just being trolls to be trolls so well it's it's hard to filter it but it's it's it is important to read that stuff there's like because i mean you you have people that you're giving their honest opinions and sometimes it is like a layer of of trolliness but you know a lot of times there's like there's a grain of truth in there you know it's like somebody was frustrated and then you know there's 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 some element of that that that, yeah something sparked this trolling right yeah exactly yeah or even then, you get to just see like what everyone's perception of your game is. Yeah. That's valuable as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. It can be frustrating, but it's it's definitely something to think about. Have you heard anything from like the younger, like gamers, like people that didn't grow up with like the NES games? Like, what's yeah. what are you hearing from them? Yeah, we get we get fans of all ages, including kids that had that weren't around when the NES yeah. or Super Nintendo were. Any kind of sprite, anything was around, really. Yeah. I, I think that I think now, like even if you didn't grow up with that stuff, it's like I don't know. I didn't grow up with like Pac-Man, like that came out before I was born. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah. But I still, it's like I don't look at Pac-Man and be like, that looks crappy, or like be, or like that's like not fun or whatever. Right. It's like the same way that you watch like '80s or like '70s movies, right? So yeah. It's, it's not like it's immediately ugly. It just looks like a little bit different stylistically. Yeah. I mean, every now and then, my sisters, I have, I have. Uh, younger sisters that are 16 and um it's hard for me to like get them on board with video games they i showed yeah. them overwatch and they said oh this is like that one game what's it called uh smash smash brothers and i'm like it's <laughs> like a full record stuff identical no idea identical games um and so like their their perception is a little bit skewed uh, yeah. but for the most part i've seen like a lot of like 
we have we have like fan art from kids of like drawing their own versions of Shovel Knight, like their own knights. That's awesome. Shovel Knight. Um, That's awesome. I love I love seeing like fan art drawn on loose leaf lined paper that was used yeah. for you know writing their essay. somebody was sitting in class drawing <laughs> shovel knight yeah totally yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's, that's pretty super cool yeah that's you, pretty great that you guys can reach that demographic because like i have younger siblings who are i mean much older now but i've always tried to get my young my youngest brother to play you know games that i played growing up whether it was you know the original Mario Brothers or, you know, Zelda 1 or, or something like that. Sure. And he's always just been, you know, you know, he his first video games were Halo 1 and Call of Duty. So it's like he looks at that <laughs> and he's like, what, what the fuck is this? Yeah, um, yeah. Like it's to the point where it's like he has no appreciation for those types of games where it's like when I have kids... They're playing a fucking NES before they play anything else. Because I want, I feel like you you miss some sort of appreciation. Maybe not everybody. I mean, clearly my brother's an idiot. Um, but, <laughs> well, I'm trash talking. The boy boy isn't here to defend himself. He's not listening either. He's not either, listening so either. But, but uh, it's I, it's nice to hear that you guys have you know that demographic playing the game because it it isn't you know it's it's a little bit more difficult too than most games are these days. Yeah. I mean, it's not like. It's not super punishingly difficult, like Dark like maybe Souls. a Ninja Gaiden or Dark Souls, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but we, you still we try to make it a challenge, you know. But it should yeah. be. I think it's as long as you put your mind to it, you can do it yeah. as, a, as a player. I, I don't really like. I don't think Shovel Knight is any harder than like the hardest stages of like whatever the last Mario game was, right? Right. Like, yeah. Like go like the the crown stages or whatever, like in three D right. land. Like those things get hard. And I think that I think most of the time players that last one was awful. Yeah, the <laughs> the final the final stage in in 3D World was yeah. terrible. Right. I, yeah, I haven't even got I haven't even gotten to that. It's like so it's like so punishing. I feel like the like the difficulty of that kind of game ends because you just stop playing it, or like you beat whatever the you beat like the eight the stage eight boss, yeah. and then there's all this other stuff. You feel like you don't have to do it afterward, but it's actually like really tough. I think Shovel Knight, what makes it different is it looks like it wouldn't be that hard, and then you play it, and you're like, ugh, this is, like, harder than I thought. But, like, I feel like you can overcome it. And, like, uh, we get, I think we get a pretty good amount of feedback of people that are like, yeah, Shovel Knight was hard, but I got through it, and I was really proud of myself, or, you know, my, I, I... my kid played it, and even though they're you know under ten years old, they finished it, and now they're now everyone's getting into now we're all playing other NES games that we've never played before. Yeah, and that's like I mean that's a really cool that's just like a really cool thing if we can be like a gateway with like slightly easier difficulty to like those other NES games. That's another yeah. really nice benefit. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of having cheat codes. You know, we have people that like can't play the game right, yeah. by using like with the you know the normal rules, and so then you just give them the uh, infinite health or whatever. They able to, they are able to right. go through it. The god, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's really cool. I I like the other touch you guys have. You know, for kind of a way to to increase the difficulty is the whole checkpoint system where you can choose to break it. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that that, that allows the player, in my opinion, to like to really choose their difficulty like all right i feel like i'm good enough where i can break this checkpoint and you know if i die that's my own fault sure yeah i mean it's kind of like a bragging thing right uh i don't know that's in in a game like mega man you only have one checkpoint and then a checkpoint before the boss that that was too unforgiving 
for a modern game. And so we put in a bunch of checkpoints, but then it was too easy. And so we, it's kind of like, well, how can we make this difficulty a little bit more variable? So we just iterated a lot and kind of came up with the checkpoint idea. And yeah, I think it, that, that ended up working like really well. Yeah, yeah, and that means that achievement of doing the checkpointless run has like a lot of right. grit and merit to it when yeah. somebody's earned it. It's a lot of yeah. fun. And it's like you get, yeah, like you, yeah, it is like a variable difficulty if you can go through and like 100% all of the feats on Shovel Knight and like Plague of Shadows and Spectre of Torment. Like yeah. there's so, like if you actually got 100% in Shovel Knight Treasure Trove now, I mean, it'd probably take you like 50 hours because you got to play through yeah. the game. Like, seriously. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to play through the game three or four times at least, Each. and that's like if you're being smart about it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. some of them are fast runs, some of them are like long, some of them just like you have to do it multiple times. Yeah, like all different, all different like kinds of skills are required, like, mm-hmm. being, like being a completionist or like being very, very careful about mm-hmm. things. Yeah, and yeah, it, it really cool. increases the longevity of the game too, because you're making people approach the game differently. Yeah, yeah like that's so. that's what I love. That's what I always loved about achievements. Ever since like they, ever since on Xbox, it was just like, oh, this is like so. This is like so cool. I can like approach the game from a different way. And like, I don't know, like in Half Life Two, having to like carry that gnome all the way. <laughs> from the very like there's like a garden gnome that you get like halfway through the game and then yeah. you and you have to hold it in your hands and take it all the way to like there's a <laughs> rocket that's like almost at the end of the game and you dump the gnome in the rocket and then it's like you get the achievement so that means like but you can't hold a gun when you're holding the gnome you can't yeah. do anything when you're holding the gnome and like things like things will happen you gotta like set it down and like take care of something and then like come back and get it I don't know this is like that was really cool I remember that more than I remember the actual campaign of, of that, like two uh, yeah. I think that was episode two was that how that was also how Portal worked too. Like it was like you could you could do the puzzle, but like if you can do it with under a certain amount of yeah. steps, there, there was there was steps, shots, and time. Yeah, and each uh. of them was each of them was weighed differently. And then yeah. there was and then there was an achievement for like getting all the steps, getting all the whatever. Like yeah, the orange box took me like hundreds of hours. Yeah. I got almost all the achievements. I remember the the shot one was rad because it was like you really. Like, you can do it the dumb way, or you can do it, like, the really sneaky way. And that was really fun to figure that out. Yeah. Especially for games all about breaking the rules. Yeah, it's literally like making making a second game out of the game you already built. Totally, yeah. Yep, I'm going to do something about that. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing about it, too, as I'm a big achievement guy, I always am, like, hunting achievements in all my games. That's probably why I'll buy Shuffle Knight a a third time when it comes out. (laughs) When, uh... When Torment, Specter of Torment comes out, hopefully by the end of April, so a week. Yeah, we're we're. Uh, I'm not sure if we've totally figured out the the final release date for everywhere. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. You know what? It's all happening. Like so. It's yeah. it's like as we're speaking, people are submitting the game on different platforms. Like we're not yeah. working on the game. It's like being like you. You have to go through a process of working with Sony, yeah. and Xbox, the first parties, and and uh, that's. In the process, like Sean was saying, you're yeah. so. Or like a bug will come in on Twitter and we'll fix it, and like, then all <laughs> yeah. those builds go out. So it's like, yeah, we're it's like it's almost like a tug of war. It's like we're trying to push it out as as much as we can, and uh, yeah, I'm not sure the exact specifics of the dates, but I feel like everything should be out it's within like, like a, yeah within like a week or two. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be solid. Yeah. Get me off over. Get me off Overwatch for a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, right. Get off. Get off of there. <laughs> at least, well, get at least get all your costumes before the event's over. Yeah, I, this event well, is killing just, me. They just did the Heroes of the Storm yeah, event, so now there's a new Diva costume coming out. But you have to play Hero of the Storm. 
I, no. Yeah. I no. saw, I saw the, uh, the Widowmaker in Heroes of the Storm outfit, and that really made yep. me not want to play Heroes of the Storm. I, they, got so me. they got me, because what did you get? You got Tracer when you bought oh. when you bought Overwatch, whatever edition. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, for yeah. Tracer in Overwatch, and, or in, uh, in Heroes of the Storm. And I was like, okay, like, I'm ready, right? I'm so, like, I love Overwatch. I'm really excited. I love Blizzard games. Let's jump in. And I just, like, couldn't, I just, like, couldn't do it. I I don't (laughs) know what it is with Heroes of the Storm. Like, maybe it's because it doesn't run quickly, but it it didn't feel like, it didn't feel polished, and it didn't feel, like, smooth and easy the way Overwatch and, like, Diablo did. And and StarCraft. It felt, like, clunky. Like, it was made by, like, you know, like, it was made by... Blizzard B team. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'll be playing it for the next three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd love to get more into it. I'm sure I'm just, like, judging it because I don't know anything about it. But it was, like, when I first played it, I was very... Just like hmm. oh, I've 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 haven't even installed it yet, but <laughs> I need the the Oni Genji skin and the police oh, officer yeah. diva skin. Yeah, that's yeah. like this. That's very very tempting to play because yeah. that Oni Genji skin so red. So it's it such really, a good costume. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It's so much better than than the origins or whatever the this like recent. Like uprising half, the black shirt one. yeah where he yeah. Was like he's yeah everyone's he's from like, like killer instinct yeah, or something. yeah he next. does he does he looks like fucking jago you're yeah. right yeah yeah i don't know i think i thought he looked like a chump everyone's like oh he's so sexy he's but like I, eh, I don't know well, i mean n- nipple genji is a little sexy yeah smidge <laughs> But I love Overwatch. I don't. Anybody who, who hears this from Blizzard, don't be offended. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, Je- Jeff like, Kaplan's actually a regular listener to the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. oh jeez, yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> Tell him to get, get his shit together. Yeah. <laughs> my name, my name is Waz, and I hate Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's another poll quote. Write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? What are the plans after King's Night? Is there I, talks of more Shuffle Night or I mean, Shuffle Night going to take a hiatus? Because I know you guys are working on another game currently as well, correct? Yeah, yes. we're, we're like working, we're like starting up another game, we're starting up King Night, hopefully King Knight in battle mode, battle and mode, then yeah. that's it for Shovel Knight. There will be no more Shovel Knight 1 stuff at all yeah okay. so at the, so at that point i imagine we'd start like thinking up what we're going to do for shovel knight 2 or like you know the yeah other, so, the sh- other. so shovel knight x shovel yeah, sure, but, yeah i mean yeah we talk really it's like everything goes in very surprising directions once we actually get into it and so i could see it being like a shovel knight x i could see it being like a shovel knight 2 that uses similar art like a Mega Man 2 but has like some improvements we, okay. we definitely would like to do a Shovel Knight 3D game someday, like a sh- like Shovel Knight 64, like a 3D platformer. Yeah. That's like that about, would be like, awesome. Yeah, it's something that's really about like navigating the environment, jumping around, like having mobility fun. Yeah, it also, it also depends on like what our team looks like. We we're hiring in. Let's see, it's the 25th. Yeah, we're in getting six days. There's a new people. guy coming. His his name is Sandy. He just he's a new pixel artist, and he's gonna be like taken over from me for a lot of the stuff um since i'll be working on on some of that stuff so um like we, we haven't worked with him yet so like we, we don't know what it's gonna be like but when maybe we, we find that he's like really good and fast at doing 16-bit sprites and so maybe we'll consider like what what if that happens but um it's kind of up to if he's got more ideas himself or something what's that i said if he's got like ideas 
like where he he could see it going or yeah. just like more input you know yep exactly like anytime you add somebody to the team or you you, you create a team it's like the, the people and their capabilities sort of dictate what the game becomes and so we yep. make sure that like you know yeah. that we play to our strengths and play, right. and play to our strengths yeah just uh I'm excited actually if you ever someday do a like a like a sixty four style shovel knight. Oh yeah, right. um, that's yeah, get, that would get be excited. fantastic. Get excited because it's coming. <laughs> it's <gonna be> fire, <laughs> definitely. Like, I mean, I don't want it to look like garbage like in sixty four. You know, yeah. I, I would like for it to be if it looked like if it looked like uh, if it looked like Mario Galaxy level like yeah. you know it's like yeah. something it's like nice and like shiny and like rimlet and like, like simple poly- polygons and like like the shapes. the forms are in. Yeah. Mario Galaxy, like even if Mario Galaxy was a hundred billion jillion polygons, I feel like it would still look almost the same as it does. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's working just like Wind Waker, like it works within its limitations to like right. look really great, or like Shovel Knight, right? Like it works within yeah. limitations to look good. So like whatever we did, it's like I, w- I wouldn't want to make it like Unreal. I don't I don't know if you saw that Twitter thing where it was like Mario in an Unreal Engine four, and it's like him yeah, it was not like a photorealistic yep. hallway. But it's yeah. like uh, it's like that's just like weird, right? I, I would want to yeah. make something that's like cartoony, but still, I don't know, something appealing. Appealing. I, yeah. I mean, this is all in an, way in an environment that Shovel Knight could exist in. Yeah, and this yeah. is all way far future stuff, though. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, who knows? In like five years from now, we could see like a Shovel Knight 3D game come out. But it's like I, I don't know. People are excited here about doing all sorts of stuff, not just Shovel Knight. We we don't want to be the Shovel Knight company. No, no, so, no, that makes yeah. perfect sense. The next game we're working on is actually going to be just a different IP. Yeah, new so IP. It'll be... That's awesome. Nice. It's going to be cool. Yeah. So are we going to get new IP Amiibo? Because that, my wallet really needs to just get rid of some of this money, so... <laughs> I love I love that's like, right where you go, right? It's like, yeah, but is there going to be an Amiibo of whatever? Like, what you already love it without yes. even knowing there's going to be a whole... In fact, not only will there be an Amiibo of it, but, like, we're going to do a reissue, a gold version of the same Amiibo. <laughs> and, like, yeah, we're going to put that up. You should, you should just re-release... Yeah, after, right. after King Knight is done, just re-release the... Shovel Knight Legacy Edition with a gold uh, gold Shovel Knight amiibo. There you go. Oh, did, have you been sitting in on our conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be, like, super cool, right? Imagine if there was, like, a gold Shovel Knight amiibo after King Knight comes out, make amiibo for everybody, you sell them all in a big pack. It's all number one at retail forever and ever. There you go. Also impossible to find. Yeah. yeah, right, but hard to find. Like the NES yeah. Classic. We'll, pr- we'll print just as many. <laughs> so, so negative, negative amounts? Yeah. Negative so, 100. I, if you have an Amiibo, you got to bring it into GameStop and leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're actually doing a collection. Yeah, I was, I, I've right. literally yet to ever see an NES Classic in person, and it looks like I'm never going to see one. On Monday, Best Buy was supposedly getting more, and I went before work and I waited no. uh, and it was not fun. I was 10th in line so I felt pretty confident because the Best Buy that I went to for you know for exclusive things yeah. they usually get a very this, this particular Best Buy usually gets a lot and they got two. Oh. Yeah, they got an NES Classic poster. <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> I was so disheartened. Wow, sorry. bummer. That's sorry nice. about that. Yeah, I started looking for. I was looking into it because I, I don't know. I just wanted to see what what it was like. So I went to eBay, and that was like a mistake. It's like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's only going to get worse now that it, they're discontinuing it. It's yeah. just, 
and I don't even need it. Like, I have access to all these games, either, like, their original form or on various virtual console purchases. Sure. But I just, I want it on my TV next to my Shovel Knight Amiibo. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a bummer. I, I, yeah, it's very surprising that they would just, like, cancel that thing. You know, you think that you, you think they would make a lot more like like we sold the Shovel Knight Amiibo we all sold out of. And it's like, well, let's make more Shovel Knight Amiibo. And the factory is like, well, you need to have a minimum order of like whatever, like 50,000 more Amiibo. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, maybe we couldn't sell that many. But I don't think they have that problem with NES Classic. Right. No, it's like they could, they could get they could get rid of another uh, a few hundred thousand of those things at least. Yeah, Easily. It's also like it's, it's a way to like, I don't know. It, it's, it creates it, it creates value of the object even if it is like but it doesn't crappy it doesn't need to have like that thing doesn't need to be like a thousand dollars on eBay like no. that doesn't do Nintendo it's, any good it's no it doesn't on the extreme but, side and I bet it's not the way that like I bet the way it is here is not the way it is in Japan like in Japan I'm sure like whatever there is there's is it's like it's it's like it's it's sold out but like nobody's like frothing the mouth for it right yeah and, and I bet a lot of the decisions for like how the business is run is like how the the Japan market is versus over here. Yeah. Yeah, because amiibos over there were not hard to find. Right. It's, exact, yeah. it is, it's the exact same thing. It's like you know the amiibos over there. It's like if you wanted you you wanted Lucina, you just go into the store and get it. But in America, yeah. it's like oh, I have to get like you know I'm pre-ordering yeah, LucinaWatch.com. Yeah, exactly. I'm buying this other guy's pre-order over eBay, right. and like I really hope. That he actually follows through. Yeah, I hope yeah. he <laughs> was worth the eighty dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that kind of stuff. It's like you, you J- Japan. I think has their own market, and that sort of dictates how they they treat the rest of the yeah. the world's markets. Well, they, it's like they don't know, even though they have yeah. people like with like the same way that we don't. Even though like we went to Japan, we have we have a group that does our publishing in Japan. And, like, we still know nothing about Japan, right? Because, like, we're not a part of that culture. Like, even yeah, if yeah. you tell us stuff, it's like we don't understand it in that way. I bet you that if Nintendo really knew how, like, upset everyone was, like, yeah. over here, like, if the if the people, like, at the head of the Japanese offices knew, then, like, something might be a little different. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. So. <laughs> they, they really are just leaving money on the table. I have to imagine, like, they're... Their ultimate mindset here was, oh, we need to stop so that people will buy virtual console games when they come out on the Switch. But I, with this thing in particular, I just I feel like the NES Classic. Obviously, people like us and you guys want it for you know because we're fans. But I feel like it tapped into a whole market of people who maybe just don't game anymore, and it's like, oh, I can relive my glory days, yeah. you know, playing these games at a very low, you know, not a three hundred dollars Switch price, a sixty dollar. Easy right, plug yeah. into my TV. I'm the done. The price point was the one of the best parts of it. I think it's like it breaks down to like two dollars a game, yeah. which is cheaper than buying it on the virtual console. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but what they've done now is that you can't get an a, a NES Classic, but they're releasing the SNES Classic, and then yeah, that's I know. Or I, I, I thought so. Um, I thought that was so it's that's going to sell out like immediately. And then it, it's going to be even worse. Yeah. Oh. If they wanted to release something else, that would sell out immediately. Like it's. I think it's like it's pretty clear in understanding that like Nintendo doesn't have a lot like they don't produce a lot of stock. So anytime you, anytime you want something from Nintendo, especially if it's like this, you have to like really get in on it. They should just do a new yeah. class. They should make like Game Boy Classic, and it's like tiny. Yes. It's like three inches. I wouldn't. <laughs> I they, wouldn't be surprised. And they yeah. make like they should make like Switch Classic, except it cut like next month it goes out. And it's <laughs> Switch like, Classic. Yeah, Switch Classic. <laughs> and it's like it's like the size of a Hershey bar. Yeah, you know. 
Yeah, but I could I could see like them doing that with other things, um, just because now they kind of have everybody by the balls. <laughs> yeah, there's an expectation. They really do. You, if you want a Nintendo thing, you have to like really get on it. I think the reason that everything happened like it did was like a hundred percent completely by accident, just because like they don't know, like because they weren't thinking about it. Yeah, that's that, like that's what happened. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> there's like there's it no wouldn't nefarious. surprise me. There's no nefarious plan. I mean, I just, I just want to throw this out there too that you know, you guys with Shovel Knight, you, you took all of the good things of that era of gaming, and then modernized it. So if you guys ever do a sixty-four type version of, of it, please make it better than ukulele. I, I know you will, but <laughs> I think that we, anytime we talk about it, we, we go back to Mario sixty-four. And we like we we all love that game, and I think that doing a three D platformer that's like more in that vein would be like what the thing that we would we'd pursue. Yeah, and I think yeah. we would use it like as a base, right? Like the joy, like that, like what Mario sixty four is really about is like the joy of movement. It's like moving that character around, jumping up the walls, sliding on things, side jumping, interacting with yep. all the yeah, <laughs> right, side jumping up stuff, interacting with all the weird objects, like like that's where all the fun is running around a pole and coins come out of it right yeah like, yeah. Get, like getting up some, getting up something and it's it's all simple it's like simple collision stuff I'm plotting your course yeah. through a, an environment that you really have to digest yeah um, yeah you can I, only, I haven't played a whole lot of it but it, it seems like it's very focused more like on completion mm-hmm. like you're like you're navigating an environment and you're trying to like like touch every like touch every blade of grass basically yeah it seems yeah like, it, it reminds me a lot of banjo kazooie like I, it's I I it's identical to banjo yeah, yeah. some yeah. of the music is like straight out of it too I mean, it's the same guy right yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's great yeah. grant kirkle i'm super pumped I, like we the only part that we played is like the like what we streamed like yeah. the first like half an hour of just, it or whatever because yeah. yeah. apparently yeah. he's like in the first he's like in, yeah, he's in the first level that's awesome <laughs> front load all the good stuff yeah <laughs> like like ukulele it, it's not bad but it, it seems like they tried to make you know similar to what you guys have did with Shovel Knight they tried to make a game that was a specific like like a like a time piece like a like a genre piece right not a genre piece but like they wanted to make a Nintendo 64 platformer yeah so but what you guys do in particular is like you want to take those elements of that era of gaming but you also modernize it where they they took the bad stuff with it too so it's like hmm. i guess for me so far what's been taking me out of the game is just the controls and i feel like that's probably the most important thing with a game like if if you're playing a mario game if Mario's controls weren't what they were, you wouldn't like that game. Yeah, because it's so much about the precision of you know you know how Mario is gonna interact when you press buttons and you know the jumps and how timed they are and, and all that stuff. Where ukulele, the camera just it seems like a bad N sixty four camera control scheme. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it brought like the bad N sixty four elements. Doing those games, I feel like like even Mario wasn't perfect. Like in Mario sixty four, I can remember a lot of times where the camera was like really wonky, and <laughs> I would die, and like and I and I fell off, and I didn't know why. Like it, yeah. it, it was it was experimental, and like it was a new thing, and I'm and I'm not sure though that they that there's a lot to perfect there. It's like there seems like there's a there's a there's a lot of problems there. 
There's a lot general. of stuff, yeah, like like in Mario 64. Uh, you can see, like, when they went from 64 to Galaxy, they took out most of the camera control. Yeah. They made it much more, like, course-based, so you're going, like, in one direction, yeah. like a Crash Bandicoot, or you're, like, side-scrolling, right, like a regular Mario. Um, yeah. And then, like, in 3D World, it's, like, completely gone, right? Like, there's, like, no 3D stages in 3D World. No. They're all, like, I, they're, all, they're, essentially in, they're essentially isometric stages, which is, like, really, really weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I think we would just want to make something that's, like, full 3D and, like, roaming and try and, like, figure out some of those problems without, like... Like, I feel like what Mario Galaxy and even more so Mario 3D World, they just, they kind of decided like, hey, like a single player moving the camera around Mario game like isn't viable. That's like not what needs to get made. And so they yeah. went like in a whole different direction. Yeah. And I guess what, it, what I would really like to do is figure out like, well, the fun of the mobility of Mario and all the cool things that he can do in 64, is there a way that that could be made like, is that, is, could that be tamed? Could it be made like gentler, easier to get into and also like retain that core of fun and excitement? And also like what other kinds of weird Shovel Knighty things could we build off of a base like that? Yeah. How do you yeah. Yeah, shovel Knight? How do you dig through blocks? Could you actually have a battle with a, with a boss? I mean, I imagine that a game like this wouldn't have like Zelda style Z targeting. I think yeah. it's like kind of, it's like kind of cheesy. It's like kind of a, yeah. like, kind of a cop out. Um, I, I would hope that this like somehow there would be like boss battles, but I wouldn't want it to be like I wouldn't want it to be like oh Propeller Knight's like in his robot and you got to like hit it three times in the jewel right like I want I would want it to yeah. be like an actual real battle where you're like fighting him like hand to hand but like how would that work Yeah I mean I don't know how could that be cool in a no platformer idea. like maybe yeah I don't even know like maybe it won't <laughs> yeah maybe it won't maybe we'll iterate it out but that's like I think that would be like fun stuff to think about when like working on a 3D game. I wonder if it would be cool for it to, you know, be an open world 3D game, but then when you get to these boss battles, it locks you into this, you know, 2.5D, you know, more of a traditional Shovel Knight Mega Man boss battle where it's side-scrolling. Yeah, I mean, like, that's like what, like, Mario 3D World does, right? Where they, like, they, like, squish down the environment to be, to be, like, whatever is most suitable for the gameplay that they're doing right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Another thing that games will often do, like, a 3D game is they'll just, like, put the focus on the character and they'll put you in, like, a circular arena. So mm -hmm. it's, like, no matter what, the camera is always focused on King Knight and, like, Shovel Knight is always between King Knight and you. I guess that's, like, sort of how Mario 64 is with its Bowser boss battle. And yeah. So, yeah. Like, so you're like running around, and like Bowser is kind of like in the focus, and then like I mean they did the simplest, or they did like the most complex thing they could with Mario 64, right? Which is like grab him by the tail and do what you did in the bomb. And yeah, spin around. around. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's like if Shovel Knight had, I imagine he might have an omnidirectional shovel attack instead of one that's pointed in a direction, because like, like I don't know, like a Mario punch is like very like lateral right and yeah, yeah. It, nobody use it yeah, yeah right it's not usable what did they do in later games they made it very like round very yeah. like circular like that's how jack and daxter was like from the beginning right you spin daxter yeah. around you spin crash bandicoot around because like you just need an omnipresent hitbox in a 3d game like that yeah. so yep. i feel like maybe we do something similar like that with shovel knight how could he jump and dig through blocks i kind of feel like that couldn't like you couldn't do the same thing no idea yeah. how could you how could you reveal secrets like you can in shovel night in a fully 3d game like that you know how could you like yeah. like how could you see like a little x somewhere and then dig it and like it and like it explodes yeah. out something like how could that work 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's all like really. That's all like sounds <laughs> a lot of very complex. Problems. Yeah, but that, yeah. That, all sounds, that all sounds like really exciting though. Like figuring yeah. out how to like bring that stuff into three D and then like whatever weird new ideas come with it and like all that. Um, but you know, like I like I'm just like. I'm just totally rambling right now. And no, it's great. I I love like listening to. I mean, you guys are clearly passionate guys about this stuff, which is fantastic. But I, I love hearing like the you know the inner workings of you know how you guys are getting to this finished product by you know having these discussions about gameplay design and game elements. Because um, I feel like that's what a lot of developers, you know, I think the two most important core values is gameplay mechanics and physics. And the art design, not not necessarily the graphics, because I don't care about the graphics. I care about the art design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, and, every- and, and making that sure that that fits and serves the gameplay in a way that that is uh, approachable by the player, and also like clears up things that they that would be confusing. I think that's like Mario sixty four. I think is like it. It's weird because like every now and then it's like it, it borders that that weird line in a, in a weird way like the graphics just like don't work for something like what the hell am i even looking at yeah like what why, yeah. Is, yeah. why is this grate that i'm standing on like why can i see through it in a, in a weird way and it's like oh I <laughs> but, why yeah why can i see half through mario's face right now <laughs> but, I, but i guess like in yeah. Mar- like i liked it in mario 64 like okay like in like in like bloodborne or like in resident evil there's like a million like chairs or like tombstones all like kind of stacked up and it yeah. creates this weird lattice of of like collision yeah. basically and it's like well how do I is that like how do I actually interact with that as a player is that like something that I like can I climb that can I do something with that yeah what's the actual yeah. like collision look like right and if, <laughs> and if I can't if I can't interact with it then like why does it exist yeah right exactly so I guess that's like I, I I mean but then again it's like the reason it exists is like to be set dressing right like in Shovel Knight we can have trees in the background and like we never have to answer the question of can you climb them because like, can, you, yeah. Can't, yeah. you can't go back there so like how in a 3D game you have to decide yeah. can you can you interact with the trees yeah, can you yeah. interact yeah. You, put a, you put a chair like if you put a chair in a 3D game right you expect to be able to sit you in sit it, in it or can you yeah. bounce on it because it's got a cushion that's what, exactly what yeah. I was just going to say yeah, yeah. if you put a chair in there people are going to expect you can sit in it and if they and if you can't then it's like well why can't I sit in the chair this why is, is there a dumb. chair why isn't it a square well it's like the, <laughs> well, yeah why can't I sit there it's like what the hell that's, I mean that happens like that happens all the time at least when I'm like playing a 3D game because there's all this yeah. stuff that I want to do and I can't actually, and I actually can't do it because when you put it in the context of like I'm a person in a world, I expect that anything a person can do in a world, I could also do that. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, you you see a door on the on painted on a wall, and it's like, well, can I open this door? Like, I don't know. Right. Is it is it painted on? Is it a real door? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I love about like Half Life Two solved that really really super well by making it like that's like my pet peeve is having a door in a game that it's like not clear if you can go through it or not yeah. but in Half-Life 2 this the theme of the game or like the story is that like aliens took over like the world and on on all doors there's these like big like metal like alien like vice grip lock things it's like oh like they came down and they like like that's what they have and those things are everywhere they're over like every door which makes sense right because it's yeah. all because everything's all on lockdown and I was like, oh, this yeah. is thematically, this is like thematically perfect, and it's like gameplay wise. I, I bet those were added. It makes like, sense for the story, yes. and it explains why you can't open the door. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, well, it doesn't even tell you that, I mean, that's the best part, right? It just shows you, and it doesn't tell yeah. you. Like, I made yeah. up, I yeah, made exactly. up that yep. story of what happened in my brain. 
it's yeah. like, oh, all the security must have like put those there to put it on lockdown. And if, I mean, of course, that's what they were intending. That's an obvious, obvious thing. But hey, that's like no one said, like, well, don't try to go through the door, Gordon. There's a there's a lock on there, right? Like it's just like <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I just it's like I just assumed it. And that, that's I don't know, like that that visual storytelling, that marrying of gameplay design and and art is like I, I don't know. That's like one of the coolest things about games. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we would, we would try to do that for everything right as we do now like everything yeah. we make in 2d on this new project we'll, we will do on anything that we ever make it's like we just want to yeah we want to make sure that the the gameplay is excellent that the story and the art and the gameplay and the music all serve one another and are all cohesive and all yeah. kind of like are aiming toward the same thing right like you can have a really great art style and like really great gameplay and if, but if they like weirdly don't match with each other, then that could be problematic as well. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or they could they could clash on purpose. Like, like Katamari is like, what the fuck am I even looking at? But like, yeah. just, like pushing the ball. Like, at no, things. I don't know. It's a, like, it's what the fuck am I even looking at? And what the fuck am I even playing? I say yeah. those, I say those work together really well. But they don't. I, I guess yeah. saying that they blend is weird because yeah, there's like there's just like no cohesion. But it's like a, yeah. it's like an ocean of no cohesion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of interns that yeah. all worked at that all worked at the place that was making Katamari. There's like ten really? people working on the game. It was like, hey, make low poly assets, and then they just like put in everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and it makes sense. That's, that's why everything is like super weird looking. <coughs> yeah, it's totally believable that story. So yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I guess yeah. I kind of have a, a question for you, since you you're not a fan of the new Zelda, or you just it didn't do it for you. Uh, well, I think there's a, there's a lot of things that, okay, like, I was way more of a fan of the new Zelda in the first few hours of playing, and that was right. when I was getting new things, and when I was seeing new stuff, and when I was, like, thinking about things in new ways, but that quickly became, uh, like, I don't, I, I only got, like, five cool things, you know, I got the... The, the the your I don't know what the, what the runes or whatever they're called the magnet the yeah, magnet the those, bomb those things the, the yeah spaces. okay the runes yeah yeah like the first the first few temples the the first few shrines whatever is like oh I got a there's, new cool tool yeah, this is awesome I mean there's basically four items right the right. magnets the bombs the the uh, the stasis stuff, which the lets stasis, you stop them yep and the ice and the ice yep right so it's like there's like four items yeah yeah and and then once I got those it was like I I had some fun like exploring how I could use them. Um, but then, uh, and then I got the the paraglider or whatever the it's sail called. cloth, or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and but that like that lasts doesn't that doesn't last very long. And I felt like, the, and I've been playing it for a long time, um, but the game just like hasn't really like been engaging and interesting and fun on, on every on every turn. Yeah, like, I, have, I, I see often it. find that I'm waiting for that meter to refill. That green meter, it's yeah. like. Like, the whole game is waiting for a green meter to refill, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, and then I go a little bit, and then my green meter's gone again. <clears throat> yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, here we go. Yeah. It seems like everything in that game was made, like, totally by accident and not, like, with no design. Like, <clears throat> like you can do all this cooking, but, like, you have to, like, go into this really cumbersome menu and add things in a very unintuitive way and then, like, stand next to a context-sensitive pot, and then it, like, and it takes forever yeah. And like I mean I don't know I imagine didn't they play this game before where they it's like <laughs> hey, I have five hundred items I need to cook them all like 
I don't want to spend like an hour doing that, but I, I don't know if there's really a good way not to. Like, is, guess, it, is it fun? Like, the thing is, it's like, I, I keep asking myself, is like, is it fun to do what I'm doing? Right. Am or I, am, it, I, am I just waiting for it to be over? Am I currently enjoying myself? And the answer is almost always no. <laughs> it's like, like the, all of the, there's a hundred shrines in there, and they're all, I mean, they're, they're all very broad and very shallow, right? Yes. Like, I feel like each one of those dungeons is like, it's like the first room of a cool dungeon. It's like, yes. oh, I see. I have to use the bomb in an interesting way, like by you by doing this like gyroscope thing or whatever. And, and, so and it's then, done. Go ahead. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> then it's like, oh, you're done. And I'm like, well, where's like, where are rooms two through twenty in this sequence? Like, so I'm building on what I had learned previously and like yeah. really like building my skills and doing cool I stuff. I mean, you, yeah, you find them, but it's like hours later, like when you find your next shrine. Well, or and, whatever. It's, and it's not cohesive. And it's, it's like yeah, like it's you can yeah. like it's not like huh. there's like one two three. It's like one 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 one. <laughs> so I don't know. It just felt flat and like, like uneven. There's like no. Uh, I would say there's like no story to speak of, right? Yeah. It's like everyone is just like, hey, remember climate again, and remember climate again, and remember climate again, and here's how we fight, or or here's how we fought them and failed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like all anyone ever talks about. It's yes, like 100%. for a hundred years ago, they sure all talk about Calamity Ganon a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. I just and so and so. I'm not as a player. I'm not invested in the story because like I don't really care that much about what Calamity Ganon is, or like I don't really know. Yeah, what he is. Like I don't know. I can't be afraid of it. I can't like. I don't hate Calamity Ganon or anything. Like I don't all even, he, like, I don't all even he does know. is sit in the middle of the map. Right. Yeah. It's not a character, and so and so it's like I'm not building I'm not like building a relationship with anyone I'm not hmm. I'm not like going I, I'm not becoming more endeared to anything as it goes by yeah and, and you like, get yeah. I'll, everywhere I, everywhere that you go all feels the same so there's like grass and there's like a fire land and there's like an ice land and all that stuff but the only real difference I guess is like the clothes that you have to wear but what you're doing from point A to point B is the exact same every time which is like a yeah hold, you're running you're holding A and you, like sometimes you're climbing a thing sometimes you're riding on a horse but either way the way that you interact with the world is identical no matter where you are so it makes it and and then that combined with the fact that you can warp around anywhere in the entire world at any given time like means that doesn't matter. yeah means the geography doesn't matter and it all feels the same yeah so I mean why did you build the world so big if you were just gonna have people warp from point A to point exactly. B yeah yes right. so do I hate Breath of the Wild now sorry sorry you're five years ahead of the curve just like Skyward Sword <laughs> I imagine that in I imagine that by the time 2020 rolls around or 2022, people aren't going to like Breath of the Wild anymore. They're going to be like, wait a minute, I got fooled. <laughs> that's it's, it's I don't hard, know. It's I, hard to I, kill I, the, the open world game. Because I think this is like a, like a lot of these problems are the same things that a lot of sort of open world problem open world games have which is like yeah. like it, repetitive mission structure yeah. 10 10 gameplay points that are like spread out a thousand times yeah um <clears throat> like it, it bugs me that there's like eight enemies in, in breath of the wild right why are they and they're all the same <laughs> yeah. like there's like no one they're all the same they're all the same i'm, there's, there's, I'm honestly there's I'm, did, you, did you fight that giant worm thing I did, I did see that. It's like so far that's away. Cool. That's cool though. I mean like that's cool. But it's like one area I, I, it's, and it's like barely a boss. It's like not an encounter and, and it's like confusing and you die really fast. <laughs> that's, I, mean, I guess that's I guess it's what I what I like is that there are points of interest that feel unique. 
and but yeah. what I, but every like Bokoblin camp or whatever kind of feels like it was just copy pasted there, and there's not yeah, and there's and I feel like there's not a lot of incentive to experiment or do things differently in order to approach those camps in different ways. So like okay. <clears throat> the way that I would do it is is like I didn't like I had the inventory management was kind of like I, I didn't really wasn't that into so I ended up shooting a lot of arrows yeah every time I saw arrows I would buy arrows and yeah. then I would throw bombs and shoot arrows and just kill everyone and like I wasn't I wasn't penalized for that right. and I w- and the, my reward was the same as all of the other ones which is like the chest opens and you can get another item that that you may or may not have room for and definitely doesn't have any real usefulness. Right. <laughs> so it's like, and so it's like, why would I, why would I ever go to one of those camps? What I ended up doing was just like I started running past him, because I knew that what was in there didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. like when you see a chest that's right in front of you, and you think, should I open this? I don't want to open it because it's going to have it's, something in it's there. It's going to make I, me open my menu. Yeah, that I don't want, and it's or it's going to tell me my inventory. Like the cool. the best chests in Breath of the Wild are the ones that have either an opal or rupees. <laughs> This is the first time I've I've had a conversation with somebody who is not a fan of of the new Zelda. (laughs) Sorry. Um, No, it's, no, it's, it's, I mean, everyone can have their opinion, you know, whether it's good or bad. It's definitely good to get another perspective. I I have not bought a Switch yet, and I haven't been convinced to have to go out and rush out and get one, and I'm glad we've talked to you guys, because now I can wait. I still love Zelda, but I, I'm... It it is curious to me that because you know with the with the conversation we just had prior to this about game design and you know choices that you guys seem to not like most of the choices that were made. But well, I guess in regards to like the physics of the world and the, how the world itself operates, and like you were saying, oh, if I see a chair in a game, I expect to be able to sit in it. Do you feel like they nailed those aspects at least, where it's like you know the way you interact with things seems like how it would react if you were in that scenario. Uh, I think, think some. So, yeah. I think some of those things are like that. But like, I, I like being able to chop down trees and like get wood, and I like being able to like light grass on fire. And yeah, but like, <clears throat> here's what doesn't make sense: like, you can drop flint and wood, and yeah. then you hit it with your sword, and then it turns <laughs> into a fire. Yeah, like, like that makes absolutely no sense at all. <laughs> I think like, it's because the drop, the holding mechanic doesn't really right. Totally the holding, work. the holding mechanic. That's, is like, that's, that's yeah. Like, that, I hold, guess holding stuff that, sucks in that game. Yeah. Why, yeah, why that is, is it that when I hold a bomb, that I hold it over my head, and when I hold a rock, I like hold it differently than I hold a bomb. And when I pick up the apples, or when I'm loading them for my inventory, why is that different? Why isn't picking up and holding everything the same? And why doesn't it all act the same? It sounds why it, it sounds it all, like we're just picking on it. But that's like a really good. Point. Why doesn't it all act the same? <laughs> that's like. I mean, in Shovel Knight, we work so hard to make sure that there's no context-sensitive action so the player knows what they're doing all the time. Yeah. When you, when you present a new context for something, you're basically telling the player that you have to, like, learn a new vocabulary. Right. Readjust your, readjust your whole idea of what the world so is. So if I'm holding apples in my hand, I can do six different things, but they're totally, like... They're not. They're not intuitive, and like I can't. Right. I can't do certain things. Like, like, what if I want to throw an apple at a goblin? I can't do that. Or what if I want to like hold a bunch of apples and eat a few? I can't right. do that. Or like, why don't like, I ever have to do anything where I hold? Like, if if holding is a thing, you should have to like pick up a bowl and bring it like underwater and like fill it up and like do something with it. Right. It's like 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 holding like like okay in Super Mario Brothers two yeah, picking picking example. things up and holding them and throwing them is like the main mechanic in the game. Yep. So they're yeah. like, they're plants that are in the ground. 
ground that you can pull out. There are enemies, you jump on top of them and you press the button Pick and them you up. lift oh. them up. Like that stuff, it's like it's so intuitive, right? You jump on top of a mushroom and you and you and you pick it up Pull and it up that, to eat it, and that makes yeah. it yeah, and you're using it, right? And so I guess like, though, yeah, like in this I, game, I get. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead, man. No, no, I was just gonna say, um, yeah, like in Zelda, I feel like that would have been a really cool mechanic too, like being able to like, yeah. pull stuff up and hold it and throw it, and like making all that feel like really uh, making making all that feel cohesive and feel the same. Like, okay, for instance, I think one one thing that makes this like very clear and obvious is the control scheme and how confusing it is. Uh, I think, yeah. like, I don't know about you guys, but it took me a very long time, even as like a veteran Dark Souls player that, or like Overwatch player, to to acclimate myself to how complex the controls are in that Zelda game. Yeah, I can't remember how many times I tried to shoot an arrow and instead threw my sword. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then when you throw it at something, it breaks. It breaks. Right. And it's like, yeah. God, God damn it! Damn it! Right? Damn it! And I missed the guy. Right. Right. And so I think that just goes to show that there's not a very strong association with like the buttons and with your actions and how they interact with each other yeah. it just, yeah. it, just show, it shows that it's like kind of arbitrary and that's how the whole game feels to me it's just arbitrary yeah a horse can walk up and eat the apples out of your hands yeah you can light things on fire and they actually light on fire but like why you know that question not only is it not only is it not answered but it's not even asked it yeah that's true i guess and that's one huge thing that we were like talking about before is like you don't want your gamer to ask why if there's a chair I can't sit in it. You want you don't want to make your gamer like have to ask there, a question. There shouldn't be a disconnect from what they see yeah. and yeah. what they, they anticipate doing. Yeah. Uh, right. Or, should, yeah. Or like I, I think I think a big struggle with open world games too in general is that I mean there's so it, when you're trying to tackle what would be an open world game yeah. I don't know if there were if anyone's gonna ever get to the point where you can, you know, have all of in I I guess I'll separate the two. In a game like Zelda or say Skyrim where, you know, you have all of these things that you're intended to do, I don't know if they can create a control scheme and a physics based, you know, like you guys keep saying, how do things collide with each other, the collision? I don't know if you can create that in a game. I don't know if it's possible. To make well, everything work cohesively in a game of that game. scale. Right. right. Yeah. Then you just don't yeah. put it in there. You you basically put you 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 design up to the level where you are able to accommodate with whatever your design and is and what the players' like expectations yeah. are. I mean, like yeah. And then you just and then you go from there, right? Like if I was if I was making like a game like if I was making a game like Skyrim, I should do no no. This is a good example of a game know. that like does as well is Minecraft. Like yes. you know exactly yeah. what the items are yeah, that you're, man. you're touching. Three cheers for Minecraft. <laughs> God. <laughs> like every every item that you interact with, you know what it is. Everything that you are gonna like, you know the rules for what it is to have an inventory. It's a known like, quantity. You everything can, is a known quantity. You can explore it, you can do everything, like you can do everything with everything in that game with no compromises. Yeah. The only that downside is that none of it is intuitive and you have to be taught all of it. Right. You gotta learn wiki. right. You have to learn it all in a wiki, right? Yeah. But at least that's consistent too. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. Like Breath of the Wild tells me I can do everything, but like, but I can't. But I can't because I don't. I'm not gonna try everything. Like one of the things that bugs me a lot is that you can you can use those Octorok balloons to lift something, right? By yeah. dropping them. By dropping them. <laughs> but I'm not gonna drop 
every <laughs> item in my inventory to find out if yeah. that's a thing that How are you can supposed happen. to find that out? How are you supposed to find that out? No, no are you supposed me. to drop every single item in the entire game to try it? Is that what they're <laughs> no, obviously. Is? That's the dumbest thing. <laughs> that's I've ever heard. that's like stupid. <laughs> yes. It's, it's not like even if the item was like like highlighted orange, like this is a special item right. try dropping this is on a the ground. Use item. This like, is a use, use item. It. Yeah. None of that happens. So like I don't know. There's just a lot of like I feel it's like garbage. Zelda... It's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, I'm gonna cry, cry when I go to sleep tonight. But um, do you got? I get I one more follow up question. This is really bugging me. I guess. <laughs> um, are you Zelda guys outside of this? Yes. Yeah, like my favorite game is like Link to the Past. Yeah. And like Link to the Past is probably my favorite Zelda game too. Yeah. And like Link Between Worlds and like you love Link's Awakening, right? I love Link's Awakening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Link's I, Awakening is fantastic. I, mean, I love Zelda Two, right? Like yeah. we based Shovel Knight off Zelda Two in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know what's really cool in Link to the Past? You can you can go up to your bed and walk behind it and then look down and it looks like you're in the bed. <laughs> so, like, you're interacting with that object as if it like perfect <laughs> that meets your expectation, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we. I'd say we're like big Zelda people. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if those games are perfect, but like, there's. I mean, there's definitely flaws with those, right? Yeah. The three D. I mean, the three D Zeldas. I think I've kind of like. Like, I wasn't a big fan of Skyward Sword. I thought uh, no, I finished yeah. Twilight. Nobody Princess. was. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I finished Twilight Princess all right. I finished. You, what? you did more than I did. Yeah, but I had to really struggle to finish. <laughs> yeah. I finished. Wind Waker was fantastic. Some of the boat boat parts were a little drawn out, but Wind Waker was good. I think I think the the boat parts describing the, like the majority of the game, but I agree. Yeah. yeah, like there's some there's some cool stuff there, but I think the art design of that game is really great. Yes, it's really fantastic. It's really nice to look at. Yeah, um, and I I don't know like there's there's parts of Breath of the Wild that I like I like to look I like seeing so like there's there are it's like good things about Breath of the Wild. Like I like seeing um, the bosses in the world. Like when I was close to the lot, like when I was close to the lava, and I was like within clipping distance, which is annoying. I could see the lizard on the hill, and it was like really cool. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. I can, yeah. I'm in the desert, and I can see past the clouds. That you can see the camel walking around, and it's yeah. cool, to, like like to like contextualize the bosses in a in a cool way. And I like seeing a shooting star come down and like land somewhere. And it's like, oh, I, I need to go get that because that's a star fragment. Yeah, those are rare. Yeah, um, the sailcloth or whatever is also really cool. Yeah. like that was like the first thing where you're running around and then you get that cloth, and then you're like, whoa, wait a minute. If I'm like at the top of a mountain, then like everything that I knew about this whole game just changed. Yes, like I can jump off of somewhere super high and I can get like anywhere. Yeah, and that's like a really that's like very empowering. That's, and that's the same feeling of like getting the hookshot for the first time. Right, it's I like, could oh, I can yeah. go yeah. anywhere. These, like, I can hook anywhere. Yep. Looking at yeah, that's amazing. I could cross so many gaps. Everything's like, different now. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking the, at the world. The, the paraglider is probably the best thing about that game. Yeah, I, I so love too. that. I mean, I th- I feel like I was I I was hoping that that I would get. It's like oh, I got like arrows, ice, magnets. Uh, stasis, paraglider, and, and I was like, "That's five things, right? That's five <laughs> items. Where's my other fifteen? Yeah, you know, where's my other fifteen items? That's what oh. that that would in my mind that would be like really really. Yeah, cool. I want to keep re- recontextualizing the world. Like water is annoying to swim through, but like ice can make it easier. Like it's that's not right. fun, but it's like right. at least it, like I can think about it. Yeah, like me. what like what if later you got like a shark fin that lets you just like r- like run on the top of the water, I mean, right? Or like, 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 has that or like Mario has that mask. shit. Like yeah. like in uh in. in you jump Sunshine, on the shell when you're no in Mario Sunshine when you're on the uh, 
you, you get that you get the nozzle that lets you like yeah. jet across the water. You could just be like, Bring. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Then then all of a sudden, just like in Infamous, which is like a much better game, you, you <laughs> jump on top of the you jump on top of the light poles, and and all of a sudden it's like whoa, all of the light poles in this whole place, and the way that those electricity things are all strung up. Now that's like a whole other path that I never thought. Imagine if in Breath of the yeah. Wild, if all of the rivers suddenly became waterways that you could go down at like a million miles an hour. How yeah. cool would that be? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yep. what if you had like rocket boots, and then suddenly like <laughs> like ship surfing became a rocket help thing, and you looked at hills not as like things to climb, but as like ramps. Right. Yeah. So just like launch yourself in the air and then glide away. Right. Oh yeah, like a thing that goes on the back of your like on the back <laughs> of yeah, you, sure. and then you can like ride on the shield like it's a yeah. Oh, that's so. What you're saying is you just want Sonic to get dropped into well, this what I, what I physics want is engine. Like, Fun gameplay things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Take. Yeah, I, I mean, know. take out the 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 warp factor and add like things like that. Like totally. You're you're moving through water faster, or you're well, like I, like in in Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time, where you got like yeah. the bunny hood to make make yourself run faster, or yeah, or, or like the the Goron. You, you become a Goron and you can do that that spin dash yeah, and that roll. Yeah. And then it's like oh, yep. these like random ass. Geometry that I've been seeing right. everywhere. This is like ramps. And now they're all ramps. ramps. I yeah. can like and now I can jump. Yep. This is so rad. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm just playing this game so differently than most people are because I like I barely ever use the warp physics. Like I don't warp at all. I don't even use horses really. I just travel on foot and I just get lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were just talking about the the bad part of Wind Waker. The, yeah, but the, just I don't know. just driving around in the boat. I mean like okay, the other thing I think the other thing about like both Breath of the Wild and like Skyrim and Wind Waker is like a lot of these are also like virtual tourism, right? Like yeah, you, it's that's, a, yep. I think that's a huge appeal of Assassin's Creed as well. Yeah. You go to, it's like you're in this world that's like so beautiful and well realized, and like every scene that you're looking at is like a new like painting, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. Yeah, I'm looking over this vista, and it's just like the thing that the thing that I'm looking at is just like so incredible, and it's like such an achievement. Yeah, that's what I hear about. Like that's what I hear the most when people like describe their experience right. with Zelda in like, a positive it's so way. Epic. It's like, oh man, I like I, that mountain over there. I could just go to it. And it's like that feeling of not, not like, you know, like I see a mountain in most games and it's just background set dressing. Yeah. But it's like, it's like that same thing we talked about like the, with the chair. It's like you see the chair and you can sit in it. You see that mountain and then you can go to it. It's like, it's, a, it's fulfilling my desire to like be a part of the scenario, the scenario and the beauty, yeah. and the beauty of it. So. The, those are the best parts of the game for me, I guess. Cause I, I I've played probably over 60 hours at this point. And I, I almost refuse to do most of the main questing. I just, right. I, I, I go climb scale mountains and then jump off and go check out a random beach that has, you know, one book hobbling. But still, I, I don't know. I'm just getting, I, I don't know. I wish, I, I wish, know, I, like, I'm, I'm there with you. Like, I, I wish, though, that when I got to the beach, there was something that was fun for me there. Like, yeah. I, I like the idea of being rewarded for exploring. Um, and, like, some of the exploring that I've done, like, finding the shrines can be fun. You know, it's like... You, you, you figure out how the environment works in a way that like that would accommodate having a shrine around here or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Exploring, but when I get there, I, I just want something that that's like rewarding and, and like satisfying and and like a special item that I've never seen before. Or I think I guess if the uh, moment like if the moment to moment gameplay were a little bit more like okay if it were Mario sixty four if there if there was just like a big layer cake <laughs> if there was like a big layer. Like I mean, like a la- like something big enough to climb, if, yeah. like a layer cake with a star on the top and like some enemies, that would be like enough. That's the level. That's the first level. Say what? That's what I love. Because that's the first level. It is the first level. It wasn't a layer cake, but yeah, it was that. 
basically, basically, if you walked to the, if you walked there, and then it was Mario sixty four. Yeah, if if everything was bomb on battlefield. Right. No, but I just mean like the like just the basic just the basic moment to moment gameplay of that Zelda game, like make like having that be a little bit more exciting. I think would go a long way also towards making the rewards feel more exciting when you actually get there. Then a collision maze with some treasure is is a reward. As in, yeah, that's fun. Right? Yeah, yeah. I just wish that um, I don't know. Like it's. I feel like it it could become amazing, and it, it's just they they had choices they made that were some of them binary that just I I think they were were poor. I'm just happy that Anuma. Has a like has a game that everyone says is better than Akrina finally, so oh, I can yeah. just be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like now I can like do whatever. I mean, I like that they 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 were brave enough to switch the formula. They did. I mean, they yeah. like, really, really, really formulaic. They, yeah, they really did a good job. I mean, like it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they use this physics engine with another one of their IPs. Yeah. Like if they you know plop a, a Metroid in here or you know something like that. Open world Metroid is so Breath weird. Of Breath of the Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Mario's going to New York, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. Fuck that, Zelda. Why couldn't Samus go to like Des Moines, Iowa? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal to dock your spaceship there. Yeah, of course. They have, space <laughs> they, have, they have space tariffs. It's like way too expensive the to space, go. The space because the space tariffs are too expensive. Yes, Des Moines is notorious. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. She'd show up and you know. Louisiana, I think. Okay. I didn't know the space tariffs were so different. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> of space law that you don't know. I guess so. I learned about some of it in those Star Wars prequels. <laughs> <laughs> that whole first movie was nothing but space legislation <laughs> and uh, trade negotiations. Some pod racing in the Metroid open world game. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, I learned about negotiations. I learned about votes of no confidence. I learned about like independent inquiries. Dude, I can't believe that was so like that happened. They're like, we need to set. They're like, we need to set up an independent inquiry to like go down to the planet to like to say whether or not there's actually an invasion. Like, cause essentially, because they're like, we don't believe you, right? Can't we just have one being knights? No, you gotta have politics. Being knights. That's why Phantom That's Menace is the strongest of the films. Politics, but yeah, right. He's like, but I, but this, but I really have to get this bill to pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, the filibuster or yeah. like I don't know. Right, you get the fi- yeah, you get the filibuster. The filib- no. the filibuster yeah. sword. <laughs> we shall bribe them. Okay, yeah. Sith. Bribe them. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? How, how much we love Zelda. We're talking about Zelda. Oh, yeah. Zelda's the best. Yeah. Yeah, we really don't mean to be a Breath of the Wild hater. I think it has like a lot of positive attributes. I think. It's I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this to Reggie when I'm done, so he's going to have a way with you. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Reggie. <laughs> um, you guys were fans of uh, Link Between Worlds, though? Yeah, I loved Link I love that Worlds. game. It that, that, was, that captured the essence of Link to the Past, which, again, is my favorite Zelda game. And, you know... Built upon it in a good yeah, way, not like a bad ideas. way. I think there was like some yep. interesting like things with the whole Rovio and the um, wait, that's his name, not Ravio. Nabbit is the other guy, not Rovio. Rovio, yeah, Nabbit. Nabbit oh, from Rovio Mario. Is Amy Ridge, you're right. Ravio. <laughs> well, we know we we know what his favorite game is. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. Game. Or is that confirmation? Are we getting Shovel Knight Angry Birds? Is that what's happening? Oh god, Angry Birds, space, 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 space Star Wars Angry Birds. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Link Between Worlds was great. I think there was like a lot of like really fun yeah, stuff. The item rental, yeah. Item rental was like new and interesting. It could, I, yep, that, like, I don't know. Like it, it could have been better in some areas, but like overall, yeah. it's like a really fun experience from start, start yeah. to finish. One, I think where they, I think where that one kind of failed was on the story. Like there was no. Yeah, like like you didn't care about the characters. Like every everyone was just kind of propped up as like a cardboard cutout to be like, hey, here's placeholder for a villain. Like save yeah, yeah, for yeah. a princess, you know. Yeah. And yeah, like the ass pull with the with the low rule and all that was like, yeah. I don't know. It's I, like, I really I really wanted his name to be Long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that was all. That was cool, right? That was good stuff. But like, dink and dink. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're onto something here. Yeah. So if they make a, you know, link between worlds too. Link further in between worlds. Between our worlds. Link in between. Link in between our worlds. Between the wilds. Yeah. yeah, link link between wilds. Oh god. <laughs> uh, I guess the last thing and then I mean we've we've gone way past your hour mark, so I apologize. Oh, that's um, okay. We had the whole fire drill Yeah. <laughs> uh the last thing I want to ask is I guess what um I mean obviously you guys are professionals at 2D platforming. Um <laughs> What other genre would you guys want to tackle at some point? 3D platforming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn it. God damn it. You are literally the worst person. I'm not the worst person. <laughs> besides, all right, besides platforming. Jesus no, Christ. I think there's, there's other stuff that Text I think we would be fun <laughs> to do. Like, I want to do... I'd, it'd be fun to do a top-down game. It'd be fun to do, like, a rail shooter. I'd love to do, like... Oh, yeah, like Panzer Dragoon, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be way cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like... Something like that. Like, like I, I played Omega Boost, which is a game that nobody's ever heard of, but was like a really. I played <laughs> people know one. Omega Boost. Yeah, some people do. I, I played Call of Wars, which I kind of equated them as the same thing. <laughs> <they're> both <laughs> like yeah, um, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know if I. I don't. I, I would have like, a 3D engine running. We can just do whatever the hell. I would we like want. to do a Panzer Dragoon. That'd be yeah. really, that'd be awesome. Uh, I, that'd be know, pretty sweet. I know we already said 2D platformers, but I feel like there's like other 2D platformers we could explore. <laughs> like I really like I like Morgan's idea of making a Castlevania, like something that's like a game yeah. that's only like seven stages long. It's yeah, like it's like, like no frills. You can only do one or two things, and it's like has a very methodical and deliberate pace. I think that's yeah. okay. like a ghouls and ghosts. Yeah. That, that's, that's, oh that's my god. Really like, have you played Oniken and and uh, uh, what's the other one that was a Castlevania style game? I played uh, Dallas. Yeah, Dal Dal Dallas. Oh Dallas. Oh Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Yeah. 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 I played that a little bit. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, Maybe yeah. like a, a cart game would be fun. It would be fun to make a multiplayer game, like something that you can like keep yeah. on playing, right? Yeah, a cart yeah. or like a uh, like shovel watch. Shovel Wild, yeah. No, I mean, I love, I love playing first-person shooters, but I feel like I have very. Oh uh, yeah. I, I very feel like add to that equation. I feel like our, I feel like our game design chops could work really well, in, with over with a game like Overwatch, but like that's like way out of our wheelhouse just in terms of like what our capabilities. We'd are, have to. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I feel like we could add to the conversation, but it would be like. A conversation that we couldn't have. <laughs> right. yeah. like, if we wanted to make, if we wanted to make something like Overwatch, it's like we better just go work at Blizzard. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like you or next best thing, we the next oh. event we get a shovel knight skin. 
Oh, yeah, man, that'd be for awesome. Reinhardt. I would love, I would love that. <laughs> for Reinhardt, oh my god. The shield knight outfit for no. Mercy. How, it could, no, how about the Zarya? <laughs> Finally, Zarya could get a good skin. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> she has been getting like shafted. <laughs> Just like everyone. No, I'm sure whatever it is, it'll be horrible. Like they're, they're never. <laughs> Her Siberian front outfit's pretty good. It's okay, but it's, I but it's okay. but I miss, I'm like I'm sad that like it doesn't have her face. It feels yeah, like it really like changed the character a lot. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want there to be like something that's like not that really awful gothy one, like. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like the it? you didn't like the snow <laughs> one. Sorry, oh, Lizard, sorry. The Arctic one. This is the worst. <laughs> These are our favorite companies. <laughs> delete, the, delete all of this. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, we'll start from the top. <laughs> I guess it's the point is that we're not we don't limit ourselves to Shovel Knight like with yeah not, that wasn't the aim of the company the aim of the company was like to make a, a company that we could like make the games that we enjoy want to play and so yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean I at the end of the day if you guys are passionate about certain types of games and you're making those yeah. games they're going to be better than the people that are not making those games I hope so that didn't make it that are putting out games that they're not passionate about. Yeah. 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 We just try to bring our enthusiasm to whatever yeah. it is that we're working on. Yeah. I think it would be like it would be fun to make a uh, it'd be fun to make something like an RPG, right? That's like didn't have like uh, yeah. a lot of action. It would be fun to make I, I think it would be fun to make like a, a I don't know, something that had like a real slow bird, right? Like I've been, I, I I got sick of Stardew Valley after like five minutes. I was like, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> like I want nothing to do with it. But the idea, the idea of something like that, like a game, you know, I would love a game where it's like you're like it's like Robinson Crusoe world, and you like wash up on an island, and it's like start from nothing, and like make you know whatever, like make yourself like a Robinson Crusoe house. Yeah. I think we've got to be careful because there's a lot of games that do that. Yeah, well, right. That's why we're not doing that right now. Yeah. Whenever, like, when, it, when, when everyone's like, man, I sure wish. I, it's like, I remember 20 years ago when there's so many farming games. When's somebody going to make one of those? That's when we'll that's what we yeah, should sure, make. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah, we'll just ride. Remember all those survival weird games where you woke up naked in the, in the middle of a field? Right. And it was like, it was like multiplayer and it was like really janky. We yeah. can make one of those. Let's why do make we do one that? not janky. Yeah. I'm done. Right. Yacht Club. <laughs> Yacht Club. You got you guys should make a open world game where nothing interacts the way that you think it should interact. Everything's like polar At least that opposites. That would be consistent. So many of those. <laughs> they're all there are already so many of those. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's deep waters to wade in. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be fun. I mean, for all the for for all the shit we just talked about, yeah. Zelda, I'm I'm not sure that I would be able to provide solutions with a game like that to make it to make it like a lot more compelling than it is, yeah, right? Other than like shrinking yeah. down to yeah. something I, I really don't know. I would li- I'd like to try, but yeah. like that's an enormous undertaking and like yeah, I really don't know. I'm gonna cut this part out. Reggie's not gonna hear this part. He's just gonna hear you bashing. <laughs> See if Shovel Knight ever gets in Smash now. Yeah. Make sure right. you can like edit the words together to make it sound like we say something really horrible about Reggie. Yeah. yeah. Like worse. Yeah. Get that contract. We better get that Smash Brothers contract signed before Reggie hears this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I guess this is uh, the end of the show. Well, thank you for having us. It was fun. Yeah, about yeah, it was super fun to talk. French Sorry. fries and and Breath of the Wild and, and fire. Yeah, and, and nonsense and, and yeah. <laughs> but thank yeah. you guys for coming on the show. Yeah, thank I you mean, for uh, breaking the seal. 
Thank you for also making a game that I have no problem buying 17 times. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Waz is just smoking 20s over here. Yeah. No. Thank you. I mean, we really appreciate being on the show too. And yeah, I don't know. Should we plug Shovel Knight and stuff? I feel like it's it's like buy Shovel Knight. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if you want to plug. Uh, Shovel Knight. Everything soon. Shovel Knight, Plague of Shadows. Sorry. Shovel Knight, Spectre of Torment. Spectre Torment. It's a standalone. It's coming out. Shovel Knight, Treasure Trove is the new name of it. It's going to be on everything. If you already own Shovel Knight, you don't need to buy it. You already have it. That's the craziest thing is that you guys just roll out the update for people who already purchased it. Yeah, well, that's that was part of our Kickstarter promise, you know. Yeah. So we're making. I I know, but I'm just saying, most game companies will take advantage of that and be like, no, no. You're gonna need to buy a thirty-seven dollar season pass to get one skin. Well, three copies of the game put together is like thirty-seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I feel like we've feel like we've we've paid our due. <laughs> yeah, so that works out perfectly. I mean, really, it's like we've been able we've been able to keep on making games and to make a new game and to have this nice office and to hire more people. So don't worry about yacht club. Like we're doing we're doing just fine. And like All right, really I'll stop just I'll stop really spending just money though. To bring more stuff to everybody and to like keep doing the best job we can. Yeah. Yeah, we look forward to the future of yacht club. Yeah. Whatever else you guys pump up, we'll buy three copies of. <laughs> yeah, you're we're, you're guaranteed for at least between the three of us nine copies, so Beauty. Take my <laughs> yeah, we can go get. Yeah, we'll all go to Shakey's. Shakey's. Yeah. <laughs> What's Shakey's? good <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Yeah, it was a pleasure. We will. Uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Thank right. you so Watch much. On. Thank you, guys. Bye.